Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. This is a Friday episode and we always start our Fridays with a rating and review. And this one says, always blown away. Marsha has a way of helping me dig deep and own my truth and use it to my benefit. I absolutely love listening to her talk and can't wait to listen more. And it's unknown. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I do not know who you are, but I really appreciate you writing your rating and review. Again, I cannot say it enough. This is how the show continues to grow. And as we are nearing closer to episode 700, which is a bit crazy, we are on this path again of just asking for some rating and reviews. There might be some things that we're doing as we get closer to number 700. I will keep you posted, but I just want to share that and say thank you because it really does mean the world to me. Us podcasters, I mean, we must be a little bit crazy in a sense. We love what we do. We love sharing. We love putting this content out there. And it is a lot of extra hours and work that thank God we love what we do. So any of this little bit helps for us to spread the word. So I want to talk to you today about resiliency. And resiliency is actually a really big topic. It's something we're just barely going to touch on today. But I want to share this piece that resiliency is the muscle that we don't know that we're building at the time. It's never built during the fun times. And in the moment while we're doing that, it's like we just would rather be somewhere else. We would rather not be doing this work. It's not until we look back afterwards that it's like, oh, I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. And so when we talk about resiliency, I just want to give you a quick definition of it. It is the process and outcome of successfully adapting to difficult or challenging life experiences, especially through mental, emotional, and behavioral flexibility and adjustment to the external or internal demands. So resiliency is something that I don't think we're going to get through this life without the opportunity to build. Let's say that. Not everybody is going to want to build it. Well, actually, I don't know if anybody wants to build it, but it is this piece that I don't think you escape this lifetime without building some resiliency. It's a muscle. And if you think about building a muscle, you, when you're building a muscle in the gym, you build it by adding more demand to the muscle, right? If you're going to do a bicep curl, for example, and you're just going to keep doing five pounds because it's easy and you can do a hundred of them, you're not going to build a lot of muscle because you have to challenge and add more demand to that muscle. And then what happens is, is that you don't actually build the muscle while you're lifting the weight. You build it while the muscle is breaking down, resting, recharging. And then when you go back to the gym, you're like, wow, you don't see it at the time. But now it's like, I actually can do, I can lift more weights. I can do more. 
my strength is improving. That's because you are building resiliency in that muscle. You build resiliency with resistance. It's not always fun at the time. Depends. I kind of like lifting weights, but it's not always fun at the time. But you notice the power of how much you have gained after and later. It's really very similar to life is is that you are building resiliency in the moment. It's not always fun in the moment. You do that when you get back up from a challenge, when you are starting to look outside of yourself for what other solutions could there be? How can I do this better? How could I improve this? You are looking for opportunities to continue to grow because maybe you're tired of having the same response that you did. And you don't realize that you're building that muscle until you come across another situation, maybe a very similar one, maybe a trigger, maybe something that was there. And all of a sudden you recognize that you're acting and responding differently. And you see that you're building your resiliency muscle. It's a muscle. And much like that muscle in the gym, you have to break that down in order to build it. You need to get knocked down. In order to decide, do I want to stand back up again? Do I want to do it differently? How am I going to do this? Sometimes it requires a major piece of surrender where it's like, okay, this is just exhausting and I want to find a different way to do this. You don't see that at the time. And so resiliency isn't fun in the moment. It's a muscle that we're all building and we see it later as we are walking through very similar situations. The thing is, is that can you build resiliency without building a hardened heart? Somebody asked this question in a session, and I thought, what an interesting question. Because we can build resiliency, wisdom, like knowledge on purpose, so that when the next storm comes, when the next challenge comes, that you're able to make decisions from a grounded space instead of being completely reactive to everything that's happening to you, which is exhausting. When you get to know yourself, you know your triggers, you know how to respond differently, you build that resiliency, you can make a decision with less reaction from a very grounded space. And I actually think that you build this resiliency without having or building a hardened heart through self-compassion. Now you can see yourself with more self-compassion so that you can see that, all right, how did I navigate this? One of the things that I actually did when life was really, really nasty is I came to a space. It took a long time. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. It took a long time, but coming to a space of self-compassion to recognize that Did I make the best decisions that I could at the time with the information that I had? And when I ask myself that neutral question, it's a really powerful question, especially if you've been critical of yourself in a part in your life. Did you make the best decisions that you could with the information that you had? And every time I asked myself that question, the answer was, yeah, I did. I did. 100% I did. Because I might have made the best decision that I could on that Friday. And on Saturday, I had completely new information. And because I had new information, I was making a different decision. I didn't have that information the day before. So that's the self-compassion of recognizing that I was making the best decisions that I could with the information that I had. I often said, and when it comes to parenting, there's no manual. It doesn't come with a manual. And I guarantee you, if it would have come with a manual, there was nothing that described what we were walking through because every book that I could find on it 
really didn't talk about the challenges that we were walking through. And so it became this piece of having some self-compassion that was I doing the best that I could with the information that I had? Yes. If I can embrace and honor some self-compassion, then I was building a resiliency muscle without building a hardened heart. I mean, I honestly went most of my life with a hardened heart. I can say that. It's not critical. That's just a very honest statement because the hardened heart was protection. It was like, if I had this hardened heart, then I won't get hurt again the next time through. That won't happen, which is not true. It's not true at all. But that's this self-preservation model that I was living. When it comes to adding self-compassion, you can then start to see that what you deemed once as failure was just part of your experience, part of proof that you're not bad or broken or there's nothing wrong with you, that you are walking through a really difficult, painful time. And again, there's no rule book, no plan for how you do it. We learn and fumble our way through life. That's how we build resiliency. Because I think we find our own footing. We find our own way of building that muscle ourselves and meeting ourselves where we are at. I've interviewed a lot of people who have dealt with grief on the show. And through that process, a lot of them have said, you know, I had to learn to feel, to give myself space, to come to an understanding of what am I meant to do with this? How do I want to show up differently? That's resiliency. You're learning to trust and listen to your voice and get back up more than what you're knocked down and not judge yourself for being knocked down, right? Not judging yourself for being knocked down, recognizing you're human. You're absolutely human. And you can look back and see that, wow, now I can look at it and see I've come a really long ways in how I built that resiliency muscle in those beginning days. I often think about the early days for me and my journey and again, that fighter in me, I took on so many fights, so many fights where it was like I was trying to prove that I was right. Until now, it's like, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter because I am killing myself in the process to prove something to somebody that it doesn't even matter. That's the piece. I know resiliency isn't fun in the moment. But it's the muscle that we're all building here. And we get to decide how we build it, how we honor ourselves, how we recognize that, you know, if we have to build some self-compassion in the process. And we are here. Honestly, we're all here walking through life, learning more about ourselves, learning more about others, coming to a space of recognizing that we can all make a difference. We can all make an impact. And we do that by allowing ourselves to be seen. Building that muscle, allowing ourselves to be seen, being a better freaking human, honestly, and showing up and sharing the lessons that we're learning. And I know, I hope this gives you a little bit of a pause moment and a little bit of a maybe honor yourself in the process of building your resiliency muscle. Because if you can't look back and compare yourself today to who you were maybe a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. If you can't look back and honor how far you've come, that's the gain. If you can't honor that, I really encourage you to stop and focus on that first instead of focusing on where you're going, because it's important to honor how far you've come and what you have learned because you're giving yourself a little bit more grace before you start to focus on where you're going next.
I believe there's a message in there for somebody who it needs to land. And I am grateful for you wanting to share. I just really felt called to share this today because I know I built a very strong, resilient muscle for a long time. And I did it with a really hardened heart. And it doesn't have to be that way. And if you want to change that, it starts with building self-compassion with yourself first so that you can then in turn use that muscle of self-compassion with others. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing. Honestly, please take a minute and go write a rating review because it really, really, really does help the show to grow on Apple or on Spotify. And if you do, I will continue to shout your names out on the Friday episodes. Thank you so much. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.